0: Now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Here's how I got out of bed. Um, uh, I didn't have to get out of bed because I just got breakfast in bed. So while I'm at half of it kind of digest, because it's a little bit early and I had kind of a split shift on the sleep. Uh, I I Fell off to sleep a little early. Woke up around the you know the normal two o'clock. Spent a couple three hours on TikTok and other and other platforms, and then I got a little something uh, going on this morning. But I woke still woke up in the eight o'clock hour, and uh, excuse me because I'm going to belch. Okay, I was drinking some orange juice. I've got some good hot breakfast here, and uh, I feel like I want to come on because I got this word in my head, and I um. Uh, when I, you know, you, you guys have heard me talk about this, there's this space between sleep and awake, like I'm not really ready to wake up, and I'm like trying to like go back into dreamland, and, and but you start thinking about things in the course of the day, and that starts coming in, like you got to get up and do something, right, and it's the an easy Sunday morning, I, I said I was gonna let you know what day I'm recording this, even though it's unscripted, frog in my throat, I'm either out of bed. I'm not getting out of bed right now. I'm not, I'm probably not getting out of bed today because I don't have a broadcast. Because usually on Sundays, I uh, go ahead and and take myself out of bed and into the day. But I don't have a broadcast. In that I don't have a broadcast, that means I got a whole day to do some other things. Things that I had uh, repurposed and refunctioned that I can bring back. Bring, back into Sunday such as cooking a Sunday dinner. Now, of course, today's dinner is um is purely for a TikTok. I'm making some some surprise mac and cheese kind of stuff. But anyway, um something a word that I I learned this week. And it's not that I learned the word this week, but it's been on my mind. One um it's it's a habit. It's a An awareness that I learned this week, and that awareness was satisfying. You know, um, when I went back into the kitchen, when I went started in the soap, start making soap, I realized while I was researching both, you know, there was one part was patience. Had to learn a whole lot of patience. Nothing happens. Fast and quick, you know you can have your quick meals, you can have your quick soap recipes there There are things that you can do to make it quick, but then there are also things along the way that's just absolutely satisfying if you just spend a little time at that task, right There are tasks, like say, for instance, um you know these a s m r real popular things that are people are indulging in by the millions online and offline. Um, when I went back to when we watched Hamilton, um, the, there was a song between Hamilton and Angelica and, and and it talked about neither of them being satisfied because they were always uh, they, they had this course of life that they would have to live that they believe, truly believe that they would have to live. And in that course of life. They would never be satisfied. You strike me as a woman that's never been satisfied. And I took that person, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on, don't be making me look back on things, you know, because it I one of the things I know, I lived a large portion of life preoccupied, not necessarily dissatisfied, but just preoccupied because thinking. You know, I've got this going on. I'm a mom. I got that going on. I got this as far as, you know, got to do this on the job level, got to do this on the driver bus level, got to do this on the mommy level, all these different levels. And I wanted to hit all these different milestones. And you want to be able to say, hey, I did that and have all these different adjectives and all that. We go through life like that. That's the thing. That's the thing. Um, but then, you know, there were those things that were satisfying. And, For some of us, it's few and far and in between, few and far between things that are satisfying. And now I notice I get to spend a little bit more time doing things that are satisfying. But I didn't realize, like I said, you don't know what you're missing because you don't know about it, right? And when I went into the kitchen and when I went to learn how to make pasta or any kind of doughs and the baking, um in just cooking in June, like, like there's all these different time periods. Like when I started following the recipes, instead of rebuking the recipes, it's like, okay, do this and come back 30 minutes. Who has another 30 minutes or do this and, and wait overnight Or do this and do and come back tomorrow. You know, there were all these different stages, these prep stages. And when I would follow directions on the prep stages and have enough patience, I realized the meal was even more twice, like 10 times more satisfying because you didn't have to rush through all the different steps, you know, and, you know, cooking as a mom, from toddler to teenagers to these young adults, it was like, you know, feed me, feed me, you got to have some food on the table, even like now, I'm going to pause uh, my breakfast, and I'm like, OK, it might be a little cold by the time I drop 30 minutes on this, but or it may have been hot and it's just going to be just right. You know, it's about finding the just right. And the just right part is the satisfying part. It's like the three bears. And I got to go back and look at this. i got to go back and revisit this story because I don't know if it's it's racist or not. You know, you just like all the stuff back in the old days, like it ain't it ain't it's not cleaning the wash today. But when you think about trying it, this one is to this and that was too that and then this one is just right. Satisfaction. You know, I can't get no satisfaction. I belch again. I'm wondering how many people are truly looking for satisfaction? How many people truly want to be satisfied? And uh there's so many and I hate to I hate to put it on people, but it's it's really about how to get out of bed. it's, it's really about how we are here. Navigating with artificial being one, that's another thing that I'm learning. A lot of us are reacting in our life, we're reacting to stuff that's just artificial, it's not even real. But we that's the perception that's been given us. Then another of us is just, you know, just trying to navigate people who have all kind of ideals, you know, artificial, and then these ideals, you know, you can't get out of bed because you don't meet the ideal, and you really want to be a part of something or someone or some place, you know, or in this, that, and the other, but you don't meet the ideal, and you don't think, well, hey, go create your own, because I'm telling you, sometimes it can be the most satisfying thing ever. When I look back and I think, that I, I created and I created dryer buzz because what was in existence in two thousand in two thousand Y2K wasn't I it was neither ideal for me. There was an ideal and, and there was an artificial ideal and I'm like, well wait. I wanna see people who look like me, sound like me, have had my experiences. I wanna create an archive that, that people coming at some other point to come back and say, hey, wait, they did all this. And so I created my own. And it was very satisfying. That that the adrenaline from that kind of satisfaction when I would hit post and I would publish an article or if I would print and print a newsletter or if I would speak somewhere sharing these amazing stories of these amazing people. It was so freaking satisfying to the point I did it for 20 years. It's like wait I dedicated 20 years of my time and my money and my resources to it. And then I said, okay, I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> I went back into the kitchen because it's like, wait, I've got time. I've got money. I've got resources. And in time, time was the best. Time is the best thing. I learned patience. And there were parts of it that, um, even when I went from the kitchen, you know, like making the lemonade and people would ask, well, why, why, why not just take that lemon and squeeze it and go go somewhere and sit down and drink that lemonade? Because when you do it in this process, when you brew it, you know, like tea and coffee, it's, it's a, it's a different set. There's a different satisfaction whether you're going to drink it hot, whether you're going to drink it warm, whether you're going to ice it. You know, whether you're going to add blackberries or blueberries or green apple or mint or basil, you know, all those different things. One, because the time of, of chopping up the basil and the mint, you know, all of these different things that we subscribe to or attempt to subscribe to, somebody has taken the time to do it. Even the instant stuff in our lives, like this breakfast, it was instant. My daughter just ordered breakfast. Awesome. But somebody had to be up at, if we're getting it at, at if I'm sitting here eating at eight fifty eight, well, it got here about 8.30. If I'm sitting here eating about 8.30 at, at nine, almost 10 minutes into this, somebody got up at the time I was trying to go back to bed, five o'clock this morning, 10 minutes, 10 minutes into this. Somebody had to prep this. Somebody had to prep these potatoes, this eggs, this uh biscuit. it's not even biscuit, I forget. It's like, I forget, I think it's like almost like a focaccia that they put theirs on the bacon. Whether they prepared it all early this morning or yesterday. You know, the prep prep time. Prep time takes a whole lot of patience and it's satisfying. You people are doing things that are satisfying to them. And you oftentimes hear people like, why Why would somebody work there? Why would somebody work those hours? Why would somebody do that and do this and that? Sometimes because it's satisfying. Why would anybody work with the general public? There are some people for whom serving others or uh, engaging with others or just seeing life go by, not, not in that sense, but just like people watching, like it's satisfying. And, and people talk you out of so much. And then at some point in your life you will go, I wanna go back to that. I wanna go back to I w I I wanna do what's satisfying. And you know, you get you you strive to to tear down these walls and break these ceilings or or amass this or amass this kind of this, that and the other, you know. And then you realize once you get there get it, you're like, it's not this ain't that much this ain't that satisfying. Cause then you can't get out of bed because you don't, you're wondering, like, why? Well, I don't want to go do that today. If you're still at a point of having those, days, and you will, you might be a lot of people are still at that point where I don't want to do this today. You got to start putting things in process, you got to start putting behaviors, thoughts, you know, what, how, how do you get to a change? You know, not everybody can't get out of bed just because they're got anxiety or depression, even though most of the things we go to go through. Do kind of classify that. Now keep in mind, I am not a therapist. I'm just somebody that I experienced a lot. Lived, I've lived long, I've lived, I've lived a while. And uh, but I'm so blessed because I have been able to enjoy a lot of satisfying things in my life. I've had and it with a whole lot of criticism. Now, listen, hold up, let me tell you now. I have gone through a whole hell of a lot of persecution, criticism. Judgment. My podcast yesterday it was judge me or be me. being me is more satisfying than judging me, because judge me will get you executed, exiled. Okay, but I have I have suffered a lot of persecution. You know, uh the life that everybody wants to live today. I I lived that at a time when nobody was doing it. But I was like, well, nobody's ever seen this before. How do you get to do it? Why you? You know, oh you, oh you did this. I, I can't tell you the same face here. You, you did this? You came up with this? Yeah. It was my idea. You know? Uh, I've, been at, I've been brought to the table like, okay, there's something genius about her mind that I think can help us. Well, all levels of name dropping I could do, and I don't feel like it. That's not me. That's not satisfying to me. It's satisfying to others, but the people that the name dropping attracts, they're not satisfying to me, so I don't drop. I don't drop names. I don't drop times. I, I give glimpses. Hell, half of it I don't remember myself because, like I said, I was always preoccupied, going on to the next. Okay, conquered. Next, you know, it's like no, and I never really savored it. I can't look around and see anything that I've done, and I'm like, why is that? Because that that wasn't the satisfying part of it. And keep in mind, I also couldn't get out of bed, so I needed to find some of the satisfaction. I'm, I'm realizing this today. And remember, this is an unscripted first thoughts. I'm realizing today. I might even spend the day Sunday. I might even start having satisfaction Sunday, spending the time going back into some of the things and creating something for me to savor so that I can feel accomplished. So that I can continue to get out of this bed. Doing this podcast, taking 30 minutes of each of my days, each of my days. People are like, hold oh, this should be a podcast. I'm like, honey, I, 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 wake when I wake up, open my eyes, and I got the breath of life, I I go click, turn that button. I swipe it on, and I start talking. Otherwise, all of these thoughts will be right here in my head. Probably be, I'm probably going to say them out loud because I'm going to put them into the universe, and I'll just be talking to myself. But the great thing about me, you know, and this is what I love. This is what's so satisfying. There are people that have been at this place and on this journey before, and they didn't have the tools that we had. You know they 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 couldn't podcast because you know podcasting was radio, and only but so many people can be in radio, and radio ain't the most exciting thing anymore, if it ever was you know, I had a chance to do radio, and I was like, "Wait, what is this? this is what this is open people with anxiety, mistrust, distrust, disrespect, like that's what this is? no, this is not ideal. <laughs> This is not ideal. It's just not. And so it's like, wait. But there was a place I was at where it was so totally satisfying. And then you spend your time trying to get back to that, trying to figure out what you did 15 and a half into this. You know, I used to, we used to have, um, somebody asked on Saturday, what was your Saturday morning routine? Well, mine was waking up with four kids all over me, We start a movie marathon, and then we find something to do. Go out for the weekend, and that was so satisfying. And I'm a movie. Actually, I I sat in Patty Betty's room yesterday, and we watched uh uh, based on the show. I'd already watched it, but I couldn't couldn't figure it out. So it was like two miles Like, let's put the show together because it's a couple of these actresses we really liked and wanted to watch the show. And that was satisfying. We're all out here trying to get some satisfaction. You know, and there are some people trying to be a some people trying to be a distraction to your satisfaction. Remind me that I said that because that's probably what I want to call this. Satisfying. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch Hamilton probably again, just because of the music. In fact, I'm gonna put it on in the background when I go in this kitchen and make this uh, episode. I gotta do an episode, and um, so I'll be I'll be making that today. Actually, I have some chicken in the slow cooker. And I'm going to go shred that chicken up. I'm going to go debone and shred it because I went for the cheaper version, which is the skin on and the um, bony and thighs, chicken thighs. But um, I'm going to take that chicken thigh and make some buffalo chicken. And I'm going to create a dish that's satisfying. And you know what? I'm creating that satisfaction for others. I'm not even creating it for myself. I'm creating it to be satisfactorily. satisfactory is it satisfactory satisfactory is that a word? I'm trying to think how to say it, but the satisfaction' is gonna come, will come from the visual the sound, and hopefully the taste. I'm not so sure about the taste, and I think it will because it's got all manner of cheese up in there it's got all hear me when I say it's got all manner of cheese up in it, so it'll probably do well you um, know, and, and I'll post that, but I have, I have, I have a couple of TikTok channels, because you have to put, you have to separate the things you want to put on TikTok, and y'all already know, I do a multiple, multiple, I do a mo. my words are not coming this morning, y'all, I do a variety of things, and so, I probably should get some more sleep, I do a variety of things, but on TikTok, variety ain't a thing, you got to do the same thing, and so something that has come through as satisfying on my channel is me spooning this mac and cheese <laughs> and so I've decided to let the I decided as my as my good friend and mentor uh pit master Stan would say give the people what they want we got to learn how to give ourselves what we want and you know what? And most people don't know that. I've I've interviewed a number of people and they'll talk about all of these things that they are doing and want to do. And I always I was ask them, okay, what do you want from that? Um they want an audience. Well what what do you want your audience to come for? What are they coming for? What do you what do you at the end of the day at the beginning and I stopped saying at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, how do you want your day to start? And they go, What, what? nobody's ever asked that. One of the things I loved about the interviews and the feedback I have gotten over me spending 20 years uh, interviewing some of the most amazing people is when they say that I get it, they love the questions because, you know, I used to be on a red carpet and what happens is you're standing there and you're waiting for, you know, the people to come down the carpet and literally every stop, everybody's asking the same question. So you hear them over and over again Give that explanation, but when they got to me, I'm like, I, I already, I've learned all of that, and I don't need it for mine. Let me come up with something else. And even from the from the out from the start, I would always having a have a different question anyway, because it's like I know why you did the film, I know why you did the project. I mean, the hell, half of that was in the press release, uh, or in the trailer, or or the teaser, and all this other kind of stuff, you know, but. Let, tell me about this. And they, you would get them first. What oh, would happen is they would they would settle in, you know, because if they feel like, oh, I got to answer this for the umpteenth time, you're going to ask me the same thing. Like you just stood right next to me, speaking to the person right next to me. I'm not certainly not going to ask you that question. I don't want to ask what I've heard you say all down the line. I'm going to give something. I'm going to come with something else. And when I come to something else, they there's a the body language changes. They lean in. Like, "Oh, okay." And and you never hear, that's a good question. Because you only hear that's a good question when it's a bad question. When it's when it's, "Oh, I got to think of, let me think of something else." Like, "No, they go searching, they search, they soul search. I love soul searching questions." And so, you would watch their mind, search their soul. You know, and then they'll have a moment because I'm asking them something of great value and of great satisfaction that they really, really want to share with the world. Like nobody's ever asked me. That's what they would say. Nobody's ever asked me that. And yes, I'm very. That's something that's very important to me. I'll. I'll never. I'll never forget. I was on this red carpet. And this was one of the last events that I went to that I decided to cover. Came out, and everybody was like, Hey, we haven't seen you in a while, and da 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 da, you know, glad you're here. And uh, we were just chilling and tripping on the carpet, you know, all the, the photographers and bloggers, not even bloggers. I guess I I I'm always over with the photographers. I'm never where I'm supposed to be. Um, and so there was this one young guy, and apparently this is probably one, he was in this, he was in this uh, TV series, Atlanta. As a matter of fact, which everybody's waiting how long have we been waiting on the next part, about five years for the next Atlanta? Okay, well anyway. Um and so there was this young guy that was in a couple of episodes of the last time the series was on. I don't even remember. Um, but he, he had on this, you know, clearly he had he he had allowed every connection he had to, to give him something for the night. And so when the photogs were taking the p- pictures, um, he kept trying to highlight different things, right? And he had on this, uh, pair of socks and I heard him mention his uncle about these socks and he had on this suit and he kept lifting up every time he took a picture, he kept trying to, I noticed, and, and it wasn't a thing that he probably even wanted people to notice, but I'm looking for something because I don't know who this young man is, and I don't want to ask the question to everybody around me is asking him. You know, I don't know. It's, he may have come from rapping or music or whatever, or or a young comedian or something like that. Here, we'll probably see him somewhere, and I'll go like, "Oh, damn, snap! I got that guy." Uh, so he kept when he was coming down the photo photo, photo part, um, and in it was, you know, red carpet sometimes just combined related, so things were going on. He was waiting off to the side to go down the carpet. And so a couple of the younger ph- photogs recognized him, so they would chit-chat back and forth. But I noticed every time he would take a picture, he would lift the pant leg up a little bit to show the socks. And they were very... You know, I mean, socks, you know, is a thing. People have sock subscriptions. They subscribe to sock companies and, and so forth. And he was trying to get his uncle's socks out there, right? And so once he made it onto the carpet and he came down and everybody was asking him about, you know, his previous history in music or DJing or whatever. And he got to me and I said, tell me about those socks. And again, soul stirring, he, you know, Took a moment, like whoa, let me please let me. It was like please let me tell you about the socks. that he talked about his uncle, and uh this the sock line. The socks were absolutely amazing. I'm gonna tell you. I just remember they were gray, had a, a neon green threading going through it, and, and it it was they were cool socks, right? Uh, clashing totally with what he this oversized suit that he was wearing. You know, having been styled by whatever stylist he was trying to break, you know, break in the game or whatever. Um, but I ended up getting this great story, not only about the socks, but, you know, this being a chance for his uncle and how much the uncle meant to him, you know, and how much the uncle had supported him and, and, and made sure that he did these things. That's, that's the story. And that's the story. See, that's the part of the That's the satisfying part, but that's the story that even long after the series, or or if anybody comes back for different moments in his life, it's gonna be because and if that, wherever that young man is, it's gonna be because the importance of that relationship with the uncle. The the satisfying part of that, because it was, the intent that he brought to this event, and to this project, to that particular event, to that particular project. You know, on his night, gonna make sure that he. Brings his his village his tribe with him. No matter what they were saying, okay, when you get on the carpet, say this and do this, and and make sure you go do this and stop and talk to that one and this that and the other. I'm going I'm also gonna make sure no matter all y'all in my ear, I'm gonna make sure I mention my uncle. And I was like, that's that's the story, and that's why. And and what happens is when you find yourself in a moment like that. That's when I realized that was the reason I pushed through getting out of bed. That was the reason I pushed through getting dressed. That was the reason I pushed through driving across town. That was the reason I pushed through dealing with the the uh, people that were not prepped or prepared for us. The people that were so totally even disrespectful to those covering the carpet that night. That was when I tell you that was probably one of the worst. Managed events in this in television, not gonna say television history, but in the city of Atlanta, red carpets, how they treated the quote unquote press and invited press. Okay, they reached out to people, ain't nobody really technically reached out to them. They reached out to get people there, and y'all, it was they were so disrespectful after the event. Uh in most most places, you know, they I don't know why this is a, a behavior. I really don't know why. And and I don't know if it even corrected itself. We're in a we're in a pandemic now. Um, but it was one of the reasons why I would like to hell we're doing this anymore. Is this what this is? Is this what this has become? First of all, first of all, it was an outdoor event. It was at the drive in movie theater, which means ain't nothing but acreage out there. They had the audacity to um, the minute that you stand, first of all, you standing out there. They want you standing. No, I don't know what they wanted because it wasn't on time. Um, you, people were standing there. I, I, I didn't. I never really follow these instructions, but they set it up. They wanted you to stand there two, three hours waiting on whomever is confirmed and unconfirmed to show up. Mind you, they had there was a car show. They, 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 they. It was an amazing event, but they didn't want the press or media, or bloggers or photographers to experience it. We weren't invited to that part. of am like, we outside, right? And of course, now mind you, they sent everybody home. I stayed. I was like, the hell with that. I this ain't how you treat me, okay? I need some satisfaction out of this. So, at the end of the event, of some woman, because you can always get a, you can always get a woman or a, what overzealous male to stand on a carpet and be rude to people. So after all the all the confirmed and unconfirmed people had gone down the red carpet, some woman gets on there. Thank you guys for your time. Uh unfortunately not even I don't even think she said unfortunately. She said, uh you guys are forbidden to stay. You need to you need to now exit. You need to leave the premises. They literally said you need to leave the premises. And everybody was like what they were going to show two episodes because, of course, of course, the embargo, you know, like, they want to show two episodes. They did show two, first two episodes, but it was a drive-in. Now, this wasn't even a pandemic. This was, this was them uh, being, being and doing something unique, okay? This was them being and doing something unique, and it was amazing, 29 Inches. I got a minute to try to wrap this up. We can go over. We're going to go over, but if you got to be somewhere in a minute, we'll go. But anyway, let me finish this story. It, this was absolutely, absolutely awesome and amazing, but, and they had like a whole, uh, you know, they drive-in usually as a concession stand, they set up a whole VIP tent, because, you know, they were expecting all these rappers and all these kind of people, and, you know, they had this car show, like all the different, all the amazing cars were there, and I, I, instead of standing on line at the red carpet, I went over, and I had done a live stream on the car thing, in fact, the guy, who brought the cars? Because they would not even getting—he wasn't even getting the exposure that he had expected. So he saw me, and see, this is the thing about it. You know, mind you, I've been doing this like all my life. So he saw me. He was like, "Drive us." He was like, "Come on, I gotta, I gotta." You, you, you. As, as I tell you guys all the time, hey, I need you to meet this guy, this car owner, this person, this that and the other, right? So he's taking me around because I live stream these things. If I see one, I'm out there, right? And so he was like, "Yeah, I'm doing this um for the thing tonight." And uh he and he was trying to get exposure. Now, he done talked to all these people to come and bring all these vehicles and, and this thing ain't, ain't really like, you know, okay. They got the media over there, they're not really the car stuff is not really getting the exposure. So he was like, Hey, you you live? I'm like, Yeah, I'm live. And so I go and I walk the cars. I go over they got the VIP tent. So even on the way as there, it's at, the, at at the end of the red carpet, which was awesome, amazing. I got I got some really good shots. I got my childish Gambino, you know, and um Ty Tyree, you know, I've got my I got my amazing um questions in, which were and you know, not the questions that everybody on the carpet answered. I got my Forever Green that I could forever play. You know, anytime they're in the news, because I I have my other questions. You know, the other questions, right? You have answered those questions. Here's the other question, right? And I, go and watch it, because it is the most amazing thing. In fact, it's now part of curriculum of how to do this thing. Here's how you here's how you get that that buy in, that money shot, that eye contact, you know, and get that set. Not a five, not a second question, but a third question. Wait a minute, you got a third question in? Okay, yeah, because I asked other questions. So. Even after they are they're, they're showing the the press ah away and telling everybody to get off the premises, everybody is like, oh well, can I at least grab some popcorn? So they we go over to get popcorn, you know? Cause usually there's a swag bag or something, right? Well, on the influencer side there is and on the press, I was like, okay, it's time to stop being a blogger. Cause they they, they, they are just rude. To, to bloggers and press now I'm like you know it used to be we had a little different clout than clout than the press now it's like these people are just rude whoever is this event was just rude so so uh they was like please head back to your cars please leave the premises I'm like y'all lost y'all ever loving mind and I mean they never like came with security like get them out of here so I went over and got my car and I pulled right over to the side where everybody was watching the film and I might have been sitting next to a rapper, this or a celebrity. That. It was an outdoor drive in event, which actually should be taking place today. Uh, Well, they, there was an outdoor drive in concert last night. I don't think people were still even well behaved at that. You're supposed to stay in your car or at your car. And I think they did, people did a little something extra. So we'll find out about that. There was a, uh, it's Sunday, uh, August 23rd, I think, and there was a uh, Jagged Edge. Um, some, um, th- and a couple other groups did a uh, drive-in concert last night. But anyway, so literally like threatening people, after people have, have, like, how do you even, first of all, understand this. Being that disrespectful, the people who then have to go write a story, publish the content they just got, like, really? You, I mean, they were outright rude trying to get security, I mean, like security, like real real security to throw people off the property. Who does that? I was like, man, please. I pulled, it's a drive-in. We outdoors. I pulled right around. I'm going to watch these two episodes. I sure did, and they was funny as hell. They were funny as hell. I enjoyed myself, because I was like, wait. I'm, I, le- I am to leave here satisfied. Satisfaction is key. I have to have. I got to have my satisfaction. I'm not satisfied with this. I'm not satisfied that this even ended as, as disrespectful as it is, and I I know nobody really wanted that. I don't know why it it was like that. And then I later on I asked a couple of people I know I was like, "Did you leave?" they were like, "Yeah, we left." I was like, "Honey, I, mean, I watched I watched both of those episodes." They were like, "You did how?" As I always do, I got away from y'all. <laughs> I, I went the other way. I asked the other questions. You know, I did the other thing. I went over there and pulled and watched both of those episodes, got my satisfaction on, got my laugh on as I take a sip of orange juice and get ready to go back to my breakfast, which is satisfying, and breakfast in bed. Uh, And then I'm going to go do some other things the rest of this day that's satisfying. You know, if you can't get out of bed, it's because you have forsaken your satisfaction. Don't forsake your satisfaction. Don't. You know, unless it's illegal, unless it's harmful, okay, to yourself and others. And for the most part, that's not even even satisfaction because that leads to guilt. And guilt can't be satisfied. I know some people love to say a guilty pleasure. They call it a guilty pleasure because there's usually some repercussions. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, i got to do my calling. It's not your calling that you're trying to do. You're just trying to be satisfied with your day. You're trying to be satisfied in your mind and your thoughts and your heart and your spirit and your soul. You're just trying to f- have a few more days that are satisfying. It starts with going to bed with a great shutdown process. It starts with getting your rest. It starts with waking up and being present in your day. It starts with being present in your problems and solving those. It starts with being kind without all kinds of criteria on that. You know, it starts with knowing and just seeking knowledge of something you want to know, of doing what you want to do. You know, what is satisfying? Nine out of people can't answer that. And I just threw that out there because I really believe that nine out of what I said, that's a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten have to think about it because they don't get asked very often. It's not a real criteria of the day. In fact, I'm going to find out. Everybody asks today, I'm going to ask, what's most satisfying to you? And I'm going to watch them do some soul searching before they answer. Even if you ask me, even after I just explained to you what is satisfying to me, I will still do some soul searching because this is a soul searching question. Because one of the reasons we have to soul search is because we don't live in sync with our souls As much as we should. I don't mean to go down the Oprah lane, you know, or the alchemy lane or anything. We don't live in sync with our souls. I like that. I wish I could write that. I left the journal down the hall. Get in sync with your soul. Don't be ever, don't be never satisfied. Be ever satisfied. You know, you strike me as a woman, man, a child that's never been satisfied. That came from that Hamilton thing. Lin-Manuel wrote that. He and Angelica, all throughout that play, never satisfied. Angelica married somebody else and, you know, he didn't speak too much of her fancy. Some amazing stories out there, y'all. You strike me as someone who's never been satisfied. All right. I, hey, listen, I do have some satisfaction for you. I'm going to take just a minute to tell you. Uh, if you want another episode tomorrow, you got to support today. Thank you. I get a couple of orders while I was actually on here, so I saw it come through. Um, go now to Dryer Buzz. It's going to tell you that at the end. But just go swipe, swipe the hashtags you see. Swipe the links that you see. Share them if you can. Uh, again, you can follow on the podcast. If you're really having issues getting out of bed, Look back through. There was there was a 90-day series where for 90 straight days, I woke up, a podcast, I journaled, and I talked you through me building the habit of I'm going to find some good, strong, better, consistent, foundational reasons to wake up every day and get out of this bed and go into my day. And so I shared that with you to help you decide how it is you need to build those same habits. And it's not just about how to get out of bed. It's what you're going to bed with, how to, how to change all of that up so that you can have better nights because better nights lead to better days. All right. Uh, Also on a couple of other channels, you were wondering about, not worried because we don't worry, We've wondering about what other social media platforms we don't, you heard me mention the TikTok channel. If you want to follow the kitchen episode the, lemon, the kitchen episodes, which include um, the lemonade and some recipes and so forth. Um, also, I, I started one for the soap. Um, of course, if you want to do it on Instagram and Facebook, they both everything that has pages, even how to get out of bed, if you want to do it away from the podcast platform and just go in sync on the Facebook page, there's a Facebook page for how to get out of bed as well. Um, not on Instagram. I don't, think, I don't think I have one on Instagram, but then we do have a couple of Instagram channels as well. That's why I give you the hashtag DryerBuzz because you know what you can do with that hashtag? You can filter the entire internet for all DryerBuzz or some of the others, okay? All right, guys, I want you to do me one. uh Uh-oh, I got to open my phone back up. One last favor. 30 seconds. We'll be right at 40 40 minutes into this, and hopefully we're all better for it and get ready. Get out of bed. All right, do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. (laughs)